two years, we created a, a new experience called the HTTP portal. The name is Campus, a place to learn and exchange for, for HTTPs. So we developed this core model and deployed this core model to uh, several dozen of countries now. And this has really uh, transformed the web experience. And we are back for Series 3 of Transformation Stories from the award-winning Beltec Café. This series, we're talking innovation, commerce, emotive marketing, and career changes. We'll also dip into trends in fintech, digital health, retail, mobility, manufacturing, and speak to CEOs, CDOs, SMEs, and lots of other acronyms too. As always, you can expect gloriously unscripted discussions that shed an open and transparent light on the ebb and flow of our digital world. I'm Tizzy Philp, and welcome to the podcast. Rarely has the health and pharmaceutical industry been more brightly in the spotlight than over the last couple of years. With that additional focus comes an additional expectation. And as our interviews on this series so far have shown, global healthcare brands are no strangers to innovation or in seeking new ways to transform the customer experience. One thing many share in common is an ambition to become a digital enterprise to be able to design, build, and deliver on the digital solutions that will improve the human experience and, in many cases, change lives. To discuss the industry as a whole, and to hear more about his role leading the digital team at multinational health and pharmaceutical company Sanofi, I'm delighted to be joined by Benoit Rengar. Benoit, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Pernille. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Right, well, let's set some context for our listeners. First of all, maybe you could tell us a little bit more about yourself, about your experience and your current role, and tell us what it is that draws you into the digital industry. So I was in, uh, I'm in uh, Sanofi. I was uh, leading the uh, Omnichannel Transformation for the Vaccine Division, and I joined the, the global digital uh, team um, more recently. And um, as part of my role, I was... Uh, you know, implementing at, at for Sanofi, uh, what we call um, uh, to change, really change the uh, the web experience for for healthcare professionals, and uh, we we came from uh, an approach of having very uh, siloed web experience to a much more integrated, customer centric web experience, and so it took uh, us two years to come from behind the competition to ahead of the competition. I like that. We'll talk about that in a bit more detail and how you actually managed to make that happen. Let's talk some more about some of the specific projects you were involved in. I know the HCP portal in particular is something that resonates with you. Can you tell us more about what was involved? Yeah, that's exactly what I mentioned. The HCP portal is really to, to transform the, the web experience from uh, from HCP. So uh, at Sanofi, we came from a, a situation where we are literally uh, thousands of websites vertical vertical experience not consistent and so we in in two years we created a, a new experience called the HTTP portal the name is campus a place to learn and exchange for for HTTPs. so we developed this core model and deployed this core model to uh, several dozen of countries now 
And this has really uh, transformed the web experience. And according to uh, consulting, independent consulting firms, so we were really behind our competition two mm-hmm. years ago. And this, the rollout of campus, this uh, new HV portal really uh, helped us to, to be in the lead now with, uh, with our competitors. You talked a lot when we spoke in, this, uh, in the preparation for this interview about the importance of value creation with what you're doing and keeping a focus on value at all times. Yes, we, so, so my, my observation in the transformation of, uh, of Sanofi and pharma companies, I'm an observer in, in Sanofi, of course, because I've mm-hmm. been there for, for many years. And, and so really the, the, the sheer transformation, the, the key pillar is really to, to see digital as a value creator coming from the old time of ITS, information technology solution, which was more uh, a cost center for, for mm-hmm. the company, where now digital is really seen as a value creation. This is not just some words putting a, put on a, on a slide. It's really critical to understand the sheer transformation that this uh, different point of view context to go from cost center to value creation is really the, the key driver to, to digital transformation. I'm really looking forward to it. We've, this is just the introduction and we've got so much that we're going to unpack during the course of this, of this interview. So we're going to go into that. We're going to talk more around some specific projects. We're going to talk about the focus on value creation, building of communities and cost effectiveness versus cost efficiency, which I know is something else that we're going to talk about and is, uh, is close to your heart. So let's get stuck straight into the full conversation then. I mentioned in the introduction that health and pharma companies, they're actually quite uh, far ahead when it comes to impressive progress in digital transformation and transforming their organizations. You've obviously, as you mentioned, been part of Sanofi's digital transformation journey for a number of years now. So maybe we can discuss some of your particular observations around the opportunities and challenges that present themselves as part of a digital transformation. Sure. So, so it all stems from um, the, the, the point of view to, to see digital as value, value creation. And, and then, and then the, this is a sheer transformation because it has impact on all aspects of, of digital. Um, first of all, if, if you focus on value, um, you need to look at digital as global scalable solutions. So coming from the old days of uh, of uh, information technology solution where everybody was kind of developing its own little solution. Uh, every country would have a different approach. Every GBUs, every units would have a different approach. Now you really have to have global scalable solution. You, you, you cannot build value on, on disseminated, um, disseminated systems. So, so the, the global scalable solution aspect is critical. Um, and really look at it from a, like an R&D pipeline, if I may. Um, an R&D pi- pipeline is global in nature, and so it has to be, uh, it has to be reviewed. Uh, you have to make tough choices also huh, to, to decide to invest in a solution rather to in another one, and, and sometimes to cut, to cut your loss. And that happens uh, with pharma companies all the time when uh, products are not... Uh, delivering on the expected benefits for patients. So if a digital solution is not delivered uh, for the expected benefit for our customers, 
we have to cut it. And, and that sometimes brings some tough decisions to, to make. A lot of companies now are sort of embarking on the earlier stages of a digital transformation and others are further down the line. But where's it important, most important to start? Everyone knows that they need to transform digitally, but what's the most important part of the organization to look at first? So to look at first, I will come back to this digital value to, to really reconsider how the digital, um, the digital organization, what, what, how it is um, organized to, to which ambition. And, and, and again, the ambition is, is value, but then it comes with some true organizational change. Uh, first, uh, to embrace agile, uh, but I mean true agile. Um, there is a lot of misconceptions about Agile, but Agile that is really focused on delivering value instead of throughput. Very often people see Agile as a better way to get things faster, but it's not getting things faster, it's getting value faster. And that makes a big difference. And then when you embrace Agile, so you have to really to upskill the workforce to, to embrace Agile, it's, it's not a given. Huh? Um, and, and then definitely uh, to, to embrace new, um, new talent, to, to have new talent, to upskill uh, to new talents. We need developers, we need uh, CX designers, we need data experts. So it's uh, you, usually, uh, you know, if I came back uh, 15 years ago at Sanofi, all those talent were at vendors, external vendors. But because it's, uh, it's a critical, it's uh, critical to our business, those talents need to be um, from the company insiders, you you know like like um, I like to make the comparison with R and D because it's like when you you need to have the best researchers, some of the best researchers inside the company uh, to to drive the the R and D pipeline. Well, we need to have some of the best developers, CX designers, data experts, uh, data engineers to to drive the digital trans- transformation. How do you go about attracting them into the business? There comes the war on talent conversation of getting those people to join. How do you how do you do that? Well, first is to set the ambition is to make uh, to make the company attractive from a digital perspective. Uh, I, I met some uh, some young people that I have joined Sanofi recently, and and they told me very honestly that five years ago they wouldn't think at all about joining a company like Sanofi. They would really go to a startup company or true digital, hundred uh, percent uh, digital company, and they, uh, they they would never thought about joining Sanofi or pharma company. But when they they discovered the ambition and what we want to do and the the true focus we want to do on digital, they they, they find it very exciting. That's very interesting, and also I guess the scale of working for a company like Sanofi versus. Versus a startup, the challenge is completely different. It's a much, much bigger uh, tackle thing to tackle, right? Yeah, the, the comment, um, the comment from people joining us is, uh, of course, it's truly digital, so they have a real digital work, but also they they can see that they're making a difference because their their work is is instantly applicable uh, to to a good cause, and so they see them as really having an impact. Yeah. on health, on public health, on, on the life of, of patients uh, that, that they would not have from a, if they were from, um, from a vendor. So, so yeah. working in digital at Sanofi is, really makes a difference for them. 
Yeah, that's and that's so important to people today. Always been important, but even more so today for people in their working lives. So you talk about the need to adopt agile, to change your organizational processes, to think about bringing in the right people. There's a huge change management piece of work that's involved there. Do you think people are always prepared for the amount of change that is going to come with a digital transformation? And how do you soften the blow, so to speak? So, you know, it's human nature to, 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 to love, to say we like to change, but we hate change right so any company i think it's human uh our human nature we 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 hate changes we like when when things are stable but at the end of the day nothing is stable the the, the entire world around us is not stable so 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 this is the same challenge is is, uh, you know we have to put uh, forward the ambition to to explain the ambition to show results and 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 also I think uh, from my perspective, from personally myself, I I embrace it and and I see that it's um, it matches with what I want to do. But, but I can totally understand that some people, you know, some people want to do something else. Uh, at the end of the day, um, you have to be in sync with the company and with the value and with the ambition. Um, so so it's no it's not it's not. Um, there is no magic recipe for change. I guess it's. A, we know that human nature is mostly against change, but at some point we all realize as human that we have to change, and, and that we have to take some some personal direction at some point. And one of the other things that can really inform whether we're making the right decision or not is, of course, data. And data is another huge thing that we would need to talk about in this conversation. How are you using data or how has Sanofi used data to inform those decisions, to inform the choices that you've made in, in your transformation? So d- data is really at the, the, the crux of, of you know, delivering the value for sure. Uh, we, we want to do data-driven solution, data-driven decision. Uh, we, we, we all want to do that. Um, there is a challenge that, you know, we, we want also the, the data to be the right data, to be to to have the right quality of data, to be meaningful. The first part of the transformation is really to build those global uh, scalable solutions to make sure we have consistent data flow, that we create the right set of data, and they are going to be we are going to be able to use it. So now that we have all this, I would say production of data from from our different. Uh, Omnichannel platform, and I can speak for for omnichannel marketing. But now we have all this flow of data in a consistent way. Now we are in really in the in, in our way to to make a lot of sense of this data. Uh, we have many um, we have we have several uh, projects really to to make sense of those data. I cannot, of course, go into details because there is now when we talk about data and the type of data and the type of decision, it becomes very competitive. Uh, so I would not disclose any uh, any competitive uh, no secrets. No. <laughs> okay. but, but you're right. Data is, is at the end of the day is is the crux of of the value. 
And I think for your customers, it's also an enabler of trust, right? If if you can show that you have the right data, that you're using the data in the right way, it helps to strengthen that relationship that you have with your customers. And that's so important. Again, something that we're going to talk about uh, in a little bit more detail later on. So you've talked a little bit about the ambitions uh, and having value at the heart of your ambitions and your transformation. We also know that you are focusing a little bit more on omni-channel. So maybe you can talk to me about what your omni-channel ambitions are specifically. What changes are, are ahead? Well, the, 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 the ambition is, is the same, I would say, for, for any, not only pharma companies, but any company that cares for their customers, you know, the, the right information to the right people at the right time uh, through the right channel, really to create this one-on-one um, relationship with uh, with our customers, really, really to 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 build trust, to to show that we care for them, that we want to to help them. At the end of the day, for a pharma company like Sanofi, is to deliver better uh, health outcomes for the patients. Uh, and and so there are a lot of information, a lot of data, clinical data that that we that we can deliver to 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 push to our customers to to help them to help. Uh, healthcare professionals to to deliver better outcome for the patient. So that that's really uh, what we aim to, and definitely omnichannel marketing is the way to organize, to orchestrate uh, for the benefit of the customer all this flow of information. There are millions of information, so we we have to be very careful and cognizant that our you know healthcare professionals. They are bombarded with a lot of information all the time. So, so this is exactly that, you know, the right information at the right time um, through the right channel to, to make it convenient and useful for, for healthcare professionals. What do you think are the biggest challenges there in delivering an experience like that? For me, one of the biggest challenges now that we have really built this uh, scalable solution in this uh, global ecosystem is the content part. Really to be able to have uh, the, the right content, uh, rightly formatted, that is really um, useful for, for healthcare professionals. We live in a pharma companies, we, we live in a, in a very regulated environment. So, so we have to be super strict at uh, what we say, what we push as, as, as information, as content. So, so this is, you know, th- this is a challenge. We have to be extremely ethical and respectful of, uh, of the legal and, and regulatory environment. But at the same time, uh, Omnichannel re- requires to be super agile and nimble in delivering content. So, so we have to find the right mechanism uh, to, to bring, to, to, to have the, the, the content level that is expected by, by our customers and to feed all those channels that are, um, that are available today. I'm going to change direction slightly now because we find ourselves in very difficult financial times. It's a challenging financial climate, as we all know. Mm-hmm. And with that comes a sharper view on spend and profitability. How do you make sure that we can prioritize digital transformation in the face of cuts across the rest of the board? That's a great question. Um, you know, digital is, is no different from any other part of the company. 
Um, there is budget scrutiny uh, for, for digital as for any other um, uh, organization in, in the company. Uh, but the, what I would say is that it brings more scrutiny on the value that we want to deliver. And if I, if I do the, the, the parallel with an R&D pipeline, it, it, it's the same. You have to put all of your program on the table, uh, really to have a very transparent communication about all the digital programs and take tough decisions and have the whole company, all the company to, to be aligned on the decision and take sometimes tough decisions because you have to, to cut a, a, a program or project that was seen as very trendy or pushed by many managers, I would say, or uh, there can be also some, you know, people tend to believe that their own project is more important than the other, the project from the other team. So, so you have to put everything on the table, bring the data. I think we talk about data, bring data to the table to look at it from a very factual uh, standpoint. I think we push for data-driven decision, but we have to apply it to ourselves how to prioritize a portfolio, a digital portfolio, you have to do data-driven decision. And then, uh, and this is the, the way it works. And at the end of the day, uh, everybody should feel comfortable that we take the right decision and we invest on the, on the digital program that are going to deliver the most value. Uh, the same way you invest on a on an R&D, a new drug that uh, you believe is going to deliver the most value for the patient, right? So the, the, the same thing for, for digital program, it's no difference. Earlier, we talked about the need for a mindset shift when you're approaching a transformation or a, or a change of this scale. How important do you think that mindset shift is in helping to prove the value of digital in a time when there's more scrutiny over what, what's being spent? So, so, so your mi- mindset is, is, is exactly about what we talk about, you, uh, you know, change and change management and, and human nature. I think it, it has to be, it's a top-down uh, drive uh, to have a very, con- from, from the CEO to, to the chief digital officer, to the, to the leadership team, to lead by example. You preach for value and you have to show you deliver value. You preach for uh, being focused and you have to be focused. So, so this, this mindset is, is really a top-down, as well as, you know, uh, some grassroots uh, change to, to make sure that we can, uh, you know, value um, upskilling. We can value uh, people with good ideas that are going in the right direction. Uh, so... Yeah, m- mindset is a, is a tough one huh, to change. Change the culture and the mindset of an entire company, like uh, like Sanofi. Uh, there are so many employees. It's um, I-, I used to work for for a startup company in Silicon Valley, so I can really see the difference. You know, <laughs> in, in, in startup company in Silicon Valley, we could change our culture and our mindset and our objective every week. Sometimes it was on a daily basis. Uh, with a big pharma company, you have you cannot change your culture every other week, right? You have to you you have to be super consistent. Uh, to if if at some point you want to to move the needle. 
I think the other thing that probably helped, although I don't want to use the word helped because it was an awful, awful thing, but we can't ignore the impact of COVID as an accelerator for helping companies to understand the importance of an omni-channel offering or digital transformation or the need to get in front of their customers in a different way. COVID really was an accelerator. I know everyone calls it an accelerator. It was an accelerator for many digital companies. Have you felt that even more keenly as part of a, a pharmaceutical healthcare and pharmaceutical company, would you say? Of course, it was an accelerator, but I, I think uh, we have to go beyond COVID. I think, uh, co- yes, sure, COVID was an accelerator, but it was there already. It wasn't, there were, even before COVID, there, there was this need and this appetite from our customers to be more digital, to be more uh, uh, focused on their needs. Uh, and this was us pharma companies were a little bit behind uh, the, the digital transformation. As a healthcare professional uh, or as a human being, everybody was used to, to use digital products day in and day out. And so, so, so pharma had to go through that, definitely was an accelerator. But, but I think we have to, to look forward now. It's, uh, we, we, we've done it, we've accelerated. Now we are in a good place to, to build on the, the, the foundation uh, that, that we have settled and, and look at what's ahead. There are many more uh, challenges. Uh, you know, the, the, the financial situation is one of them, of course. Uh, there, there is also uh, many external challenges and, and, and pharma is, uh, is no, you know, not protected from any of those external other challenges. So, so I, I truly believe that the, the, you know, the foundation, digital transformation, being agile, uh, will enable us to whatever coming in our way would be better place to, uh, to deliver better value for our customers. When we were having this conversation, when we were preparing for this conversation, you were you brilliantly focus, 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 focus on value, value creation, the importance of doing the right thing for the customers, not thinking about cost, but thinking about value. And that's brilliant. But from what you've observed working with Sanofi in this case, what does that level of transformation actually require from from within the organization? So we've talked about the change management, we've talked about agile, we've talked about changing mindsets. You also talk about digital transformation as a destination. And I think we have to look at this as something that's not going to happen overnight or over over a period of a few weeks. This is a long-term destination, long-term journey, isn't it? I, I would say a digital transformation is is a journey more than a destination. Because it's an endless transformation, right? There is nothing that is stable in this world. Technology <laughs> is the same. Uh, science is not is, is the same. We we the same way we we are discovering science every day. We are discovering digital opportunities every day. Um, and we just have to to focus on the right opportunities uh, for which one we we are truly um, a trusted. Uh, partner uh, mm-hmm. where we are, we can really bring value, uh, a different share. So, so I think re- re- digital transformation is a, is a never ending journey. There is no finish line, you know, scientific discovery. There is no finish line. Same for digital transformation. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to, 
to say this, and you know, maybe some people believe that within three years they will finish their digital transformation. No, it's 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 it all. It, for me, uh, my observation is that it's it will be an ongoing journey, uh, some an exciting journey, and sometimes with tough moments. Um, the same way when you have a, you know, when you have to to stop the development of a very promising drugs, I think it's a it's a tough moment. It's a difficult moment for a company. Um, you put a lot of effort, a lot of uh, hope for patients for a new drug, and but you have to realize that it won't make it. Uh, digital is is the same. You know, we we believe in something and we believe in some programs, and sometimes some programs don't deliver. So we have to refocus. It's hard, but the excitement comes from the fact that we're able to and we are agile enough to to, to a more promising uh, digital program. And you can see the difference that it makes. You can directly see the impact that it's making, which helps Absolutely. to uh, to keep you. Okay, as someone who's been through these complexities, then as someone who's who's gone through some of the journey already, even though you're committed to it being a long term, never ending, never ending thing. What have been your personal key takeaways? And you know, if there's someone listening to this who is considering embarking on a on a digital transformation or who is in a similar situation. What are the things that you tell them now that you wish you could have told yourself five or maybe ten years ago? Oh, that's that's a great question. That's a really <laughs> good one. Um, thank, thank you for asking. Um, you know, be be super clear. I, I will come back on the value aspect of it. You know, um, if you want to drive an organization to deliver meaningful. Uh, impact, I- impactful uh, product, solution, services. You have to be in the in the value seat more than in the cost saving seat. So you want to be the driver of the bus rather than to be a passenger. Uh, I, I know it sounds uh, sounds obvious, but if you feel at any time that you're doing more cost cutting than value driving. This is, this is that something is not going right. It doesn't mean that you don't have to have budget scrutiny, financial responsibility. This is the same, right? But at any time, if you feel yourself that you are more in trying to cut costs, spending more time in cutting costs than thinking about how I'm going to create value, this is where you, you, you need to refocus. That's easier said than done, though, isn't it? In reality, yeah, yes and no, because I think you have to. It is easy to say I agree with you, but it's not so easy to say. It's not so easy because there are a lot of consequences behind that. So you have to assume the consequences, and the consequences is uh, focus on 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 key programs that are going to deliver and cut some of them. That that and so put everything on the table. Uh, put some metrics and KPIs. So it doesn't come in one day, you know. Um, all, all the great uh, digital companies, the Facebook of the world, was not made in one day. Okay, don't believe mm. you, you put a set of slides and the week after the entire... No, that doesn't happen in one day. So you have to be extremely um, extremely focused and, 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 and dedicated to, to the task. Um, and yeah, so, so it's, a, it's a journey, of course. But but you know you have you have to to also have the right people who believe in this journey. Um, 
because it's going to be tough. It's not. It's a, it's a bumpy road. Huh? Uh, yeah. It can be a roller coaster as well. Huh? So, so, Are you... so the, I think the yeah, sorry ju just to finish the the key thing is really to have a very very strong um, leadership team that is really aligned on on the ambition. Let's let's leave it on a on a an upbeat note then. What are you hopeful for, or what are you hopeful about when it comes to digital in your industry? There seem to be some incredible things happening across the whole the whole sector. Are you excited for the future? Absolutely. Uh, I think uh, we'll see soon that um, you know, with all the, the the data that we're producing and and how we are more and more taking a data driven decision that. Uh, I'm confident that that we will be able to see the the outcome on patients' lives. It, it seems to be a far fetch from now, but uh, you know we are closer and closer to be really being able to to make an impact on on patients. R and D is a no-brainer uh, with uh, new drugs, but digital uh, we'll see. There are many digital products that have an impact. Uh, you know, I want to think about diabetes, for example. It's a, there are many, many digital solutions. They already have an impact on patients' lives. So whenever we can move the needle and, and help a healthcare professional to deliver a better outcome, um, I, I'm, I'm confident we'll be able to, to demonstrate uh, that, uh, I don't know, in the next few months or next few years, but we're, we're in the right direction. A perfect place to end. Benoit, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It was really brilliant to speak to you. You've been listening to the latest transformation series from Valtech Cafe. Hit subscribe to get access to our whole back catalogue of conversations. And if you'd like to know more about what we do, why not visit us at valtech.com for all the details. Until next time, thanks for listening.